and welcome to here's a John's reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to guide you through a movie, telling its good points, its bad points, and its eh points. Each and every month there's a theme, and as it's February, I'm doing fierce females in February too, aka witchy women. So tonight I'm looking at the witches from 1990. The movie based off Roald Dahl book that he didn't want his name removed off because they changed the ending and made it much more graphic than his book ever was, allegedly. Hmm. I think I actually read the book. I mean, maybe I've read it in primary school, but I'm not sure. I can't actually remember. But, hmm. Remember his book's been particularly dark and twisted, so I don't get why he's upset with this movie. And now, this scared the shit out of a certain generation. Of a certain age. <laughs> now... When I first saw this, I think I was about 10 or 11 when I first saw this thing, and it freaked me the fuck and grossed me the fuck out. The whole grand high witch removing her face and her hair. And, you know, if you saw this thing as a kid, you'll know what I'm talking about. And then the whole bit where he tur- rather she turns uh, the little boy into the mouse and all that crap. That freaked me the fuck out when I was a, a kid. But, hmm. I watched this for the first time in years, back when the shitty remake came out. And I've got to say, the effects look cheesy but it's a fun-ish kind of kiddie movie that i would say if your kids maybe nine or ten watch this thing and see how they take it i mean it seems pretty harmless to me today but there we have that one and hathaway has none of it by the way in the remake she is fucking awful as a grand hire which she has none of angelica houston had Plus the CGI what's utterly shit in this thing i'd rather have practical effects than bad CGI Hollywood should really stop remaking bloody movies. Try something new and fresher once for crying out loud. Wait, what am I saying? Hollywood was based on fucking remakes. The whole thing was built on remakes. But my point being, unless you can improve on the original movie, don't use shitty CGI to try to improve the movie, for fuck's sake. I mean, it doesn't work. So, let's go into the nuts and bolts of this thing. With its $11 million, this thing pulled in 15 and was quickly turned into a cult classic movie. Starring Angelica Husting, May uh, Zetterling, her name, Jason Fisher, Rowan Atkinson, Brenda Blethyn, Jane Horrocks, and Charlie Potter. Directed by Nicholas Roge, that's his name. The plot, a young boy and his grandmother go on hold to a seaside village in Britain after the young boy's parents are killed in a car crash. At the seaside hotel, the young boy thinks witches are there as he is turned into a mouse for snooping. Can his grandmother turn him back? Will they save the children of Britain? Just what does the grand know about witches? Find out here. So after the Warner Bros logo and of course the Jim Henson one, as this was one of the last projects he worked on before he died, sadly, up pops the title. Then, much like Hocus Pocus, we see the witches flying over land. In this case, it's a snowy mountain, but in Hocus Pocus' case, it's over fields. And these mountains are in Norway. So then, after the opening that takes a good two full minutes to end, padding much, hmm, it opens up on a small village in Norway, as we have a voiceover from Helga, aka Grandma, played by May Zetterling, telling her grandson about witches and how to defend against them. Saying witches are ordinary women, dressed like ordinary women. They have jobs like any other woman on the planet, but they are evil with square feet and are bald with itchy hair, which the wigs have to wear 
at irritates. They also have purple glowing eyes and are all over the entire world. She tells her grandson, Luke, played by Jason Fisher, I think Mokibar Kit, that uh, all the witches are ruled by a truly evil woman, the Grand High Witch. She has hunted her for years after the witch cut off her little finger, which in the book was actually her thumb. Flashback time to Helga as a little girl, watching her best friend Erica, played by Elise Aid, being taken by a witch and placed into a painting to live forever as the witch steals her life force. Now, I love how the granny is sitting here telling the story while she sparks up a stogie or a cigar. I just love how she just sits in and starts puffing on a gigantic cigar. <laughs> Finally, after listening to dear old granny uh, for what sounds like hours, Luke's mother and father tuck him into bed for a night, and they are Darcy Flynn and Vincent Morzello. They rush out for a night on the town, and by the way, these two are American, so how the hell is the Grand in origin, and why the hell are they staying in Norway? As in the book, they are British. The Grand continues, a real witch can smell children from across a busy room, witches hate children. As Granny tells him not to bathe as much because apparently witches can smell children and they apparently smell like dog shit. So she tells him to have a bath once a month. Going on, that to him, he, sorry to her, he smells like fresh raspberries and cream. Whereas to a witch, she smells like fresh dog shit. Next day, the police show up to tell the parents are dead and have died in a car crash that night. Charming, that's interesting. Fine. So with that, they pack up and head to Britain, where he's put into a private school. Charming, that is. One minute you're in Norway, next minute you're in a private school in England. As <laughs> you do, how's that one for a sudden twist of bloody well fate? So one weekend, while building a treehouse, Luke is approached by a witch, tempting him with a snake. Luke spots the purple glow in her eyes, a sure sign of being a witch, and he tells her to bugger off and leave him alone. She doesn't listen. As he starts to scream for his granny for help, she then pulls out a bar of chocolate to tempt him with the bar of chocolate and note. This is the same chocolate from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, just minus the famous rappers, allegedly. Hmm. She then tells him no one can hear him scream hmm. to take this bar of chocolate and to come with her. Hello, mate. Stranger danger. Hmm. So granny comes out yelling and screaming as she scares off the witch. As she just walks off laughing and just walks off the with the snakes, I can't point with seem to be honest. Later on, it's Luke's eighth birthday, I think it is. Granny gives him two white mice as a present, as dear old Granny feels faint and falls on her ass. A doctor is then called, and Granny is diagnosed with diabetes. As in a brick, it was pneumonia, but they have that one. I love how the Granny is in her sickbed with another stogie. She's then given pills and told no more sugar, no more cakes, no more chocolate, and cut cigars. She's then told to take a seaside holiday, as a sea air will do her good. So, while playing with his white mice, Will and Mary, and I swear to God, they are playing the fucking shining music in the background as little Luke here is playing with these two white mice. It then cuts to Luke and Granny at a seaside hotel on holiday. The Headland Hotel in Cornwall, apparently it's, it is, but they have that one. While checking in, in walks the Grand High Witch, played by Angelica Houston. I've got to say here, I love her purple outfit and the jewelry she has. She's just so OTT and so camp. It's deliciously 
awful, <laughs> you know, mm. in a good way. And plus, I love her attitude. She's a snooty, complete, utter bitch to these underling witches. Alongside her is her assistant, Miss Irving, played by Jane Horwicks, who will forever be bubbles from Avfab to me. Anyway, up walks the hotel owner, Mr. Stringer, played by Rowan Agson, pre-Mr. Bean, and I swear to God he's played Mr. Bean in this thing. Although he says it's actually Basil Fawlty from Fawlty Towers, but I'm getting more Mr. Bean, but then we have that one. So Grand Hill, which is swarmed by kiss-ass underling witches. And I love they are the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children, instead of the RSPCC, which is the Royal Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Children. These ones are for the cruelty. Cruelty for children? Eh, moving on. Guess it's a British thing then. <laughs> anyway, so Luke and Granny are showing their room. And it's bloody well huge. It has two adjoining rooms. How the fuck does old Granny afford all this? She sends Luke to a private school. She has a huge tutor house. And she has CC Holdies at a drop of a hat. Just throws money around willy nilly. Mm. So Luke explores as Granny takes a bath. In the dining hall, he meets a fat, greedy little shit, Bruno, played by Charlie Potter, wolfing down raisin buns, and then picks off the raisins, and then he takes bites from other cakes and just leaves them sitting on the on the plate. That is bloody well disgusting. So Mr. Singer is then told of Luke's pet mice, as one of the maids are freaked out by seeing the two mice sitting on the bed. He is not pleased, and... Uh, sneaks into Luke's room and demands the mice to be taken out. The granny tells him, no, the mice will stay, she is a rat, so therefore she will report him to the health board. So instead of going over that shit, the manager says, just like, leave the mice in the house, uh, the, house the, uh, the room, and don't let them out of the bloody hotel. Now, what the fuck you love? Luke should not have taken the mice on holiday with him in a bloody well first place. How the hell did you think we were going to get away with keeping these two white mice in the bloody hotel room for crying out loud? I mean, hmm. Moving on swiftly. That afternoon in the dining hall, and it's afternoon tea, as Bruno's quote rich dad, Mr. Jenkins, played by Bill Patterson, and his put upon wife, Miss Jenkins, played by Brenda Blething, he is complaining about he has to queue for food and how this is unacceptable, how much money he spent on this holiday, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, typical Karen shit. Mate, it's Britain. We queue in Britain, so shut the fuck up, suck it up, buttercup. I mean, hmm. Anyway, Granny spats, spats spots the Grand High Witch having tea, but she can't quite place her face. So Bruno is then wolfing down chocolate eclairs, like they're going out bloody better style. As his mother is berating him to go outside and play with the other boys instead of sitting inside and scoffing his face silly with everything he can, he can get his bloody grubble hands on. So Stringer gets his staff to put out dozens of mouse traps to kill the rats that Granny saw. Luke explores more as Granny takes a nap after tea that is. He finds a ballroom filled with chairs and wouldn't you know it, it's where the Grand Tide High Witch hatches her plan to turn all the children of Britain into mice, and then the rest of the world later. Luke hides behind um, a shade, as he spots all the women falling around her witch with purple glowing eyes. They're all witches. And note, most of these women were actually men in drag, due to the production team finding it difficult to find women to actually play Children killing witches, so they had men in drag, as you do. I mean, 
And here it is, the scene that sent chills down the spine of children of the 90s. The Grand High Witch removing her wig and indeed her human face mask. And note, it took eight plus hours to get Angelica Houston in the Grand High Witch makeup. Which, by the way, looks kind of silly as the fingers are gigantic and they're wobbling around like they're made of rubber and the nose doesn't sit right and it's kind of flopping over the place also. It's kind of rubbery, but there we have that one. So after chewing out the witches for failing to get rid of all the children in Britain, the Grand Hout Witch tells them she wants all the children in England to be killed by year end. A young witch says that is impossible, so the Grand Hout Witch sets it alight and turns into a pile of ash for her insubordinates. After that, the Grand High Witch tells them all to quit their jobs, buy sweet shops and sell the magical chocolates. She then throws out hundreds of thousands of £100 bills as the witches all fight to get their share of the money. Where the hell did this grand old witch get some money from is beyond me. She then goes on to explain that each chocolate bar must be soaked in Potion 86, which will turn the kids into mice in under 32 seconds. Cue Fat Bruno being led in saying he will be given six bars of chocolate if he does so. But instead of that, he just stands there and quickly turns into a mouse, because apparently he was giving a bar of chocolate two hours earlier, so so much as thing turning him into mice in 32 seconds, you know. Anyway, and remember, kiddies, never take chocolate from strangers. Also, hasn't this kind of heard of stranger danger? I mean, when I was a kid in school, that shit was forced into our fucking heads, but nope, this fat get wolves a bar of chocolate given to him by a strange woman. Who's holding her nose that had the smell of him for crying out loud? I mean, stranger fucking danger. Anyway, as a kid, then transforms, which terrified me as a kid, but today this just looks fucking absolutely ridiculous. I mean, hmm. Luke is then caught and is chased from the, the dining, no dining hall, the meeting hall, all the way down to the beach. As a grand house which spots him hiding in a bush, she pushes a silver cross pram down a hill, Luke runs after it to save the baby. He then saves the baby, but is almost caught, so he runs for it. By the way, there's a room full of witches, yet none of them sniffs out Luke, even the Grand High Witch herself, and he's standing right behind her. Jesus, jinkies. Great witches these are, I mean, hmm. Luke makes it back to the hotel room, and wouldn't you know what, Granny has been cast under a sleeping spell and a grand hell witch is there to snatch him up because wouldn't you know what she want to cut off her pinky hmm okay then so Luke is then snatched up as I says but also one thing got me here wouldn't you remember the face of the person that cut off your little finger after all the face mask is the exact same face from years earlier hmm so Luke is then snatched up taken to the ballroom and is fed the potion, as sickly like he's a mouse. Granny finally wakes up, as Luke runs to find Bruno, who is of course filling his face with a bloody uh, stale old eclair he found under the stage. And these two my puppets are the smallest puppets that Jim Henson ever worked on. He wanted them to look like real mice, as you do. Oh yes, and these can talk. So Bruno agrees to help Luke after he tells him Granny has peanuts. The two boy mice make it to the Granny's room. They also almost get stood on by multiple people, with Bruno almost getting caught in a mousetrap. Somehow they must make it up in a lift for some reason. What the hell was going on here? Granny spots a witch as Luke tells her the Grand 
High Witch turned him into a mouse. While Bruno froze his face with peanuts, Luke tells his granny of the Grand High Witch's plan to turn all the kids in England into mice. So that night, a plan is hatched for Luke to steal the potion and use it on the witches in hope they will be turned back into humans. So the granny lowers Luke in a half-knitted sock down to the Grand High Witch's room, which is handily right under the body hotel room, where he is chased by uh, the witch's black cat familiar. So Granny uses the sock to distract the cat as Luke steals the potion. And note the travelling Louis Vuitton bag, a uh, case rather, um, the trunk that the Grand High Witch keeps all the money and the potions in cost $45,000 back in 1989, which in today's money is a hundred grand. Anyway, Luke gets away with ease. He then hands Granny the potion, telling her to spike the witch's soup that night. So Granny takes Bruno to meet his parents, who are rude to her, but of course they are because he's a complete dick. Uh, she even tries to show him a mouse, but the, the wife is terrified of mice and throws a hisses fit, so the granny just walks off. So, while down at dinner, a maid enters the Grand High Witch's hotel room and takes a potion, thinking it's perfume, and dabs it behind her ears, which turns into a part mouse. Meanwhile, granny sneaks Luke into the kitchen to spike the witch's soup with the potion, and spot Jim Carter as the head chef, and Roberta Taylor as the witch chef. Luke drops the bottle with the uh, the potion into the soup, and the soup is served to all the witches, turning them all into mice slash rats, with the Grand High Witch turning into a huge, mean-looking rat, which is trapped under a bell jar and killed by the hotel manager. Bruno's dad demands the witch's soup, so Granny stops him from eating it and shows him his son is actually a mouse. As is happening, the Grand High Witch's assistant is in her room eating her dinner alone. She then hears the chaos from the dining room and goes downstairs to find out she is now the Grand High Witch. As the hotel staff kill all the mice, Granny hands Bruno to his parents and just walks off. With Bruno's mother going into hissy fits hysterics as she screams her son's a mouse. The hotel quickly empties of all of its guests as Granny slips away in a taxi to go back home. Days later, the Grand High Witch's travel case is delivered to the Granny's house. She is now stinking rich with hundreds, if not millions of dollar, uh, pounds. rather, And she has the name of every witch in the world. She then swears revenge. As the new Grand High Witch drives up to the house, turns Luke back into a boy, and he drives off into the sunset, so the new Grand High Witch is a good witch, as credits roll. So, that was the witches. The puppets are great here. The trained mice are excellent. However, this plot is wafer thin and paddy to all hell. The acting is OTT, but not in a deliciously cat way. It is just ridiculous. I mean, there's like subplots going off here that are everywhere. Like the hotel manager sleeping with one of the maids, and there's all these witches that are running around the place. Nobody spots actually witches, and there's a whole subplot where they're going to try and sell the hotel, I think. I mean, I have no idea going here. Then, of course, you've got Bruno's father who thinks he's a rich guy, and he's trying to suck up to the Grand High Witch, who's having none of it, and all this crap. It's like, what the fuck's with these plot strands? This just feels padded, and it sadly drags on. 
like I said, this does not hold up well at all. The mice puppets are good, but the mice effects are shit. When they transform from the boy to the mice are shit. I'm going to give this thing a nostalgic 5 out of 10. So I'll come back next week as a look at Practical Magic, starring Nicole Kidman. And don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. And follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Now check out one of my dozens of other podcasts, um, such as Aliens. Uh, Alien vs Predator, Predator, uh, I don't know, Captain America, Iron Man, Superman, pick one, there's fucking dozens of them. Uh, bye!